Greetings and welcome to a sip of inspiration. Every moment in your life is filled with all the opportunities that life has to offer. My name is Stephanie Wilson Coleman. You see, life is a canvas and you decide to color. What colors will you choose for your life today? Listen to the words of a song. Greetings and welcome to a sip of inspiration. My name is Stephanie Wilson Coleman and I am your host for tonight's show. I thought we'd do a little something different tonight. I had the pleasure of doing a workshop in Detroit, Michigan where we talked about our inner voices. You see, people are always asking me, what do you do or what do I need to do in order to be successful? And then the next thing they say, I've tried everything and everything I've tried doesn't work. So tonight, we're going to talk about the one thing that I think that you can do and some slight changes that you can tweak with the conversations you have with yourself. For those of you who've listened to me before, you know I always say that you cannot outperform your conversations. Now, I know I say that in the context of the things that we talk about with each other, that whatever we say, whatever we talk about are the things that limit or the things that will fuel our growth. So if you're talking about what you can't do, all you're going to get is more than what you can't do, more of that. But if you're talking about possibilities and what you would like to do and what you see yourself doing in two years, five years, ten years, then that's what you're going to get a lot of. However, every conversation we have is not always with somebody else. A lot of those conversations we have are conversations that we have with ourselves. I know I spend a lot of time by myself, so that implies that I spend a lot of time talking to myself. And since your voice is the voice that you most believe, you have to be careful about the conversations that you have with yourself. Now, one of the objectives that I want to try to teach you today is, one is, I want you to be able to distinguish between what I call the inner critic and what I call the inner champion. So there's more than one voice in your head. Often we have conversations with ourselves and we think, oh, yeah, that's the one that says I can't do it. But there's always a voice that says what you can do. Then there is the third person in that, and that is you. So I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to think about what things do you say to yourself? What tone do you use when you talk to yourself? Are you one of those who's always reminding yourself what you can do, what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, how you shouldn't do it? Or are you one of those people who say, you know, you should try that. You should really give it a try. See, you are both of those people. Sometimes we are our worst critic and sometimes we are our best champion. So. When you have isolated that conversation and you know what it sounds like, because we say the same kinds of things to ourselves, when you find yourself saying those kinds of things to yourself, the things that say that you need to do something different or you're not going to be successful, I want you to ask yourself, who does that sound like? I want you to ask yourself, what happens or what is happening to you when you hear that voice. I also want you to ask yourself, where in your body do you hear that voice? And then when you hear that voice, I want you to do a quick body scan 
to see how your body feels. Is there any tightness or soreness or difficulty breathing or shortness of breath when you say that? And is a voice coming from the back of your head, the center of your head, your throat? Where is that inner critic coming from? That is incredibly important because the critic can sometimes play a little trick on you. That critic can say, you know what? You can do that. You really can do that. And then the minute something doesn't go well, that critic comes back and says, I don't know why you tried that anyway. You're always trying. But it's going to always say it in the same place. And once you recognize the location of that voice, to recognize the location of your inner critic, then you will be able to recognize what you need to do next. Now, that's the inner critic. I think that the inner critic's sole job sometimes is to convince you that you can't do something. However, the inner critic always brings you additional information too. So I don't want you to just dismiss it with the sense that it actually has no value. Sometimes that inner critic comes to give you information that you need to consider. However, after you've considered it, then you need to quiet the inner critic. Then there's the inner champion. That's that voice that's always on your side, always raring to go, telling you you can do it. Let's get started today. Or when you get through something like that exercise program that we all have been trying to start and you don't quite finish it, it'd say, you know what, but we did some the day we got started. That was important. I want you to find out where that voice comes from. Sometimes, for me, that voice comes right in here. And it comes as more of a hunch, even though... Sometimes it does sound a little bit like a voice, but it's my voice and it's a little quiet. Because when you know when that voice that supports you comes, and if you know from where it comes, when it does come, you know you're going to tune in to that voice. That's the voice I want you to listen to. That's the conversation that I want you to feed, the conversation that I want you to turn the volume up just a little bit more so you can hear what it has to say. Now, when you identify your inner critic, ask yourself, what kinds of things does your inner critic normally, your, I mean, excuse me, your inner champion, what kinds of things does your inner champion normally say to you? Whose voice does it sound like? Is it soothing? Is it quiet? Is it even a voice? Is it a hunch? Is it a knowing that comes? And where? is it and how does your body feel normally when the inner champion speaks you feel a little bit more relaxed you begin to feel more confident you begin to feel like you can really accomplish it now once you have identified the inner critic and you've identified the inner champion I want you to play a little exercise and one of them is I want you to ask yourself this question and then I want you to, be, to pay close attention to what voice you hear. The question is, if you could do anything you wanted to do and knew it would be successful, what would you do? Now, I don't want you to censor it. The answer just came right away. And isn't it wonderful now that you've identified that? Then I want, to a I want you to ask yourself, why are you doing it now? And if you're not doing that thing now, why aren't you doing that? And then I want you to 
think about the whys, but just think about it from a, a research type of point of view, not from a condemning point of view, because there's nothing to condemn. It is everything just to be revealed right now. And I want you to ask yourself, when do you feel alive? What kinds of things do you do? What kinds of conversations are you having that actually uplift you, inspire you, make you feel just excited? Because you know I believe that life is just one gigantic adventure and all of it should be exciting. So when are you most alive? Then ask yourself, what's important to me? And is it apparent in my life? Now, when we often get answers when I'm doing workshops to that question, what's important to me, people tend to limit their answers to things like my health, my family, my job. But I want you to sort of think outside of the realm of your health, your family, your job. What else is important to you? You see, we are not one-dimensional, and you will find that there are a lot of things that are incredibly important to you. Yeah. Now, we were talking about identifying things that are important to us. Now, I want us to pay attention to, as I said, the basic things that everyone says, my job, my family, my health. But what about your appearance? What about your attitude? What about the people around you? I want you to think about all of the things that are important to you. And then I want to ask yourself, are those things apparent in your life right now? Now, I, used to, I had a friend that used to say that they would look at all the things that they wanted to do and all the things that were important to them, and that, man, they'd get this just long list, and it seems like none of it was apparent in their life. And they would get incredibly discouraged. But instead of becoming discouraged, I want you to pick just one thing in your life right now that you're incredibly happy about. And then I want you to pick one thing in your life that you would like to change. And as you identify that item that you would like to change, I want you to write down three things that you can do over the next seven days to change this. So I want the parents to close their ears right now. But it is incredibly important for college students, and just not for college students too, just for everyone, to do the things that make you feel alive, the things that excite you, the things that you are passionate about. Sometimes parents prepare their students for college and send them off, and they want them to do all of this stuff that they think that you need in order to succeed in the world. What you need to do to be successful is to be sure that you do what you love. When you do what you love and you do what you're passionate about, then all of the success that you could ever want or ever dream about will follow you. So the first important thing is to always do what you love. Study the classes that you like. Now, with that, there does, that, excuse me, with that does come some wisdom. While you're in college, be sure you don't be afraid of the business department and take an accounting class or two or a business class or two because you need to understand how money works and you need to understand the mechanics behind running a business. Also, 
stop on by the English class because grammar and literature will do a lot and go a long ways to helping you live your dreams. And while you're there, learn a little bit about history too. All of that is important when you're living your dreams. And that is the advice that I would give not only to college students, but to anyone listening today. Start right now to identify what you're passionate about. See, that inner critic's job is to keep you right where you are right now. It actually tends to paralyze us with fear to keep us from moving forward. But I want you to say, you know, the question, the powerful question, if you could do anything that you wanted to and knew that it would be successful, what would it be? See, that's where your passion lies. And that is where you should actually get started walking toward, okay? Now, I want you to remember this too, is a lot of times we think that, oh my God, the journey is so long. I'm starting to walk toward my dream and it seems so far away. But see, the success is not in reaching the goal. The success actually is in the journey. All of the fun occurs in the journey. While you're in the journey is where you meet the great people, where you eat lots of wonderful food, where you learn a lot of things. It's in the journey. That's where all the laughter is. That's where all the harmony is. That's where all of the wonderful people are on the journey. So learn to enjoy the journey. Now, the next thing that I'd like you to do is I'm big on charts, right? I want you to, as you're writing, and you know when you listen to the show, you should listen to the show with pencil and paper, and you're writing down questions, the answers to the questions about your inner critic, and then in another column, you're going to write the answers to the questions about your inner champion. Then I want you to look inside and see how you feel. How do you feel when your inner critic is criticizing you? Mmm, you feel deflated. Do you feel like you just cannot make it? You feel like no matter what, you just have no energy. Also, what information is that inner critic trying to give you? Do you feel it's information that's valuable? Those are the kinds of questions that I want you to take a minute or two to think about. And while you're thinking about that, and I know this is a heavy assignment, but while you're thinking about that, we are going to take a break. We will be right back. You've got homework to do, and we'll be back for the answers. Welcome back to A Sip of Inspiration. My name is Stephanie Wilson Coleman, and I am the Empowerment Doctor. And I know when we went to the break, I gave you a lot of serious homework to do. Yeah. But don't feel rained on because I do that to all of my closest friends. Yeah. So now that you've got your answers written down about your inner critic and your inner champion and how you feel when those voices are in play in your own minds, and believe me, things always happen twice, once in your mind and then in the outer. I want you to keep that and put that aside for now because that is incredibly valuable information. Now there's another tool that we're going to use tonight also that you're going to create one for yourself because I think this also is one of the most valuable things that you can do for yourself to remember who you are. So we get up often and just go through the motions and things happen in our day and we forget just how wonderful we are. 
often no one reminds you how wonderful you are. And if you think about it, you go to work, you always hear about what's wrong. If you deal with people, they tell you what's wrong. And you're always solving problems for your families, for your loved ones. But you never, ever, ever are reminded about how wonderful you are. See, everyone in their life has done something that they can absolutely brag about. And this is the time where I want you to remember what those things are. I think that everyone should be able to recall at least seven things that they've done in their life. And they don't have to be things that happened this month, this week, today. They don't have to be things that have happened this week in your life. You've done seven things that you can absolutely brag about. I want you to write those seven things down right now. Now, you're probably sitting there saying, I can't think about one or two. My goodness gracious, I don't know what I've been up to. See, that inner critic is busy already, right? So write one or two if that's all you can think of right now. But I want you to keep the option open in your mind because now that we've planted the seed, you will begin to remember more and more things that you've accomplished. When you've gotten seven or one or two, I want you to take that paper and I want you to put it someplace where you can look at it every single day so that you can remember just how wonderful you are, just how gifted you are. You see, everyone is absolutely good at something. And thank God we're all good at something different because the world would not be able to, to turn the way it turns if we all did the same thing. So that one thing, two things or seven things are incredibly important for you. So I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to write that down now. Now the next thing is open your calendars and I want you to schedule an activity every week that you enjoy. Now, I said you enjoy. That's not your family, your friends, your, your uh, neighbors, your relatives, what you enjoy. And every week I want you to spend that time fueling your soul, your excitement, inspiring who you are, motivating yourself. Because we do that when we indulge in the things that we absolutely love. The next thing is every single day, I want you to do something toward living your dreams. You see, that question, what would you do if you knew it would be successful? You actually will achieve that thing by doing something every single day toward the accomplishment of that dream. That's how you get there. And the saying is, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Now, this reminds me of a story. Uh, and I love stories, and stories about a donkey and a farmer. The donkey was, the farmer was walking his donkey, and they were just not paying much attention to what, where they were walking, kind of like texting and walking or texting and driving. And the donkey fell into a well. And the farmer said, you know what, he's an old donkey, and he's in agony, and I just don't know what to do. And the donkey was just wailing and wailing and wailing. Finally, the farmer says, you know, I'm going to put the donkey out of his misery. So the, don the farmer started digging dirt with a shovel and throwing it over into the well. And the donkey was yelling and screaming, and then he would shake the dirt off of him. And then the farmer would continue to do it. And then before long, the farmer realized 
that the donkey had climbed out of the well. You see, the donkey realized that with every time he would shake that dirt off of him, he would step up on top of the dirt. So every time he used the dirt as a ladder, as a stepping stone to get out of the well. And living your dreams is like that. So you may not be living them right now, but if you do something every day toward that dream, every day use it as a stepping stone, every event, every incident, whether you call it good or bad, as a matter of fact, stop calling it good or bad. It just is. You will find yourself living your dreams. The next thing is spend a little more time just kind of being quiet. Our minds and our worlds and our communities are so busy. We're either watching television, we're either texting, we're either on the phone, but we're never just sitting still with ourselves. See, take some time every day. I recommend 10 minutes in the morning and about 10 minutes in the evening before you go to bed. Just being quiet, just listening to what you're thinking about, and then clearing those thoughts, allowing them to run through so that you know exactly what you believe. See, sometimes we don't listen to ourselves, so we don't know what we believe. A lot of times we think thoughts and we don't believe those thoughts, but we don't even know we have that thought because we don't take time to be still, take time to listen. Now, the relationship that you have with yourself will change as life changes. And that inner critic's voice or that inner champion voice will also change as you change. But if you have identified it and you know where it comes from, you know what it sounds like, and you know how it makes your body feel, no matter the metamorphosis, you will be able to recognize it. Now, as everyone is busy living their dreams or getting started, what begins to happen, as the caller just mentioned, is that you kind of talk yourself out of it. There's a little bit of resistance is what I call. I want you to think about right now, as you start working toward your goal, whatever your goal is, some people want to write, some lose weight, some change jobs, some go back to school, just whatever it is. Some get a good night's sleep, just whatever it is. When you start the journey, where do you find yourself meeting resistance? Is it in your mind? Is it in your surroundings? Is there something simple that you could do differently? Are there some changes that you could make so that you can ease this resistance? As you take a minute to think about that, we're going to take a quick break, and I want you to sit still. We'll be right back for the answers to your homework. It's all the best. Tomorrow is another day. Living is the only way tomorrow's gonna ever come. Listen to the words of the song. Everything gonna be Everything is gonna be Hi, I'm Stephanie Wilson Coleman. I'm the Empowerment Doctor, and thank you for watching A Sip of Inspiration. So what I want you to do at this point is I want you to put yourself in that person's shoes. I want you to do a little internal role play. Now, when I did this with myself, I actually had a chair beside myself and I had like my, 
relative's voice over there and my voice here, and I would switch chairs. But you don't have to go through that. That's just kind of my thing, you know, as I tell you that life really is an adventure. So I want you to put yourself in the place of that person. And I want you to actually feel and try to see what that person sees. A lot of times, close family and friends want us to be successful, but they want to try to save us from the pain of failure. They don't want us to experience the same pains or disappointments that they experienced. So their guidance tends to sound critical. It tends to sound like you can't do this. And actually what they're saying is, I need you to pay attention to what it is you're doing or where you're going because I don't want you to fail. I want you to be able to look at the situation and make a good decision. So they're trying to teach you to make better, uh, better decisions. So when you begin to understand that about the guidance, then you can actually take the sting or the criticism out of the voice. I know my mother used to always tell me, you know what? You have to be better than everybody, and right now you're just not good enough. And I was a teenage mom, so, you know, I heard that all over and over and over and over. You're just not good enough. Well, what was really being told to me is that I'd made a choice that put me at a disadvantage. And I was going to work a little harder. I was going to have to work maybe a little harder than most in order to achieve my dreams. And what she was really saying to me is, I want you to do it. So that was her way of motivating and not demotivating. And once I understood that, I took it as motivation and it became a joke between the two of us. Now, I want you to also, though, focus on the champion voice because often the champion voice is also a voice of the relative. And when you can really recognize the champion voice, what you can see is the job or the purpose of both of these inner voices is to make sure that you gather enough information, but not so much that you become paralyzed by the information to where you can't move forward, but you gather enough information so that you can get started, so that you can identify any pitfalls or anything else that maybe you need a di different information or more information about so that you can be successful. Now, I had another question come in to me earlier while we were on a break that said, I actually know what I want to do. I can visualize it because, you know, I'm big on seeing you yourself. Got to see yourself in it. Oh, I'm going down Lakeshore Drive and everything is cool. But bam, I've got two fears. One of them is a fear of failure and the other is a fear of success. Well, I want to say that most of us have the fear of success. That's the real fear. Now, I remember when I started to look at that. I remember telling my mother, you know, God, I can't do that, you know. Who would be my friends? What would I do? Where would I go? Oh, my God, who's going to hang out with me? And then my mother said, well, you know, you don't have but two friends now anyway. And she says, anytime you have more friends than you have fingers left over when you write, when you hold a pencil to write your name, you got too many friends. So be careful the order that you ask the questions. It is always where are you going first and then next 
who's going with you. Now, the fear of success, the thing that we have to realize, though, when it comes to the fear of success is we, were, we are all here to do a specific thing, to accomplish something specific. And if we don't do it, if we dull our light or put our goals on hold, what we're actually doing without realizing it is we are keeping someone else from being successful. See, someone is looking at you or looking to you for guidance. Someone is following in your footsteps. So what story do you want them to write about you? If you are thinking about your problems, then you are not thinking about your possibilities. So I want you to not get discouraged by what you can't do. Don't let what you can't do keep you from doing the things that you can do. So whenever there's a situation, you take a few minutes and you decide what can you do in this situation? How can you improve this? How can you transform what's going on now? And then that's what you do. And once you've done that and you've done your best, that's all that's required of you. So in that case, you're always saying, oh my God, ah, problem. But then you switch over. Ah, how can I transfer this problem? Where is the adventure in it? See, life is like one big vacation. So when you go on vacation, you have no idea what's going to happen. You don't know what to expect. And it's, whatever happens, some of it's good, some of it's not so good, some of it's absolutely wonderful. But at the end of that vacation, what do you remember? You remember, oh my God, we had a great time, didn't we? Remember when we got lost and we didn't know where we were going, man, and we were all over there in that side of town, the wrong side of town, but we made it back and it was fun? That's what it all should be like, but it does take some training. So the trick is, or the key is, is when you're thinking about your problems, Remember, you're not thinking about your possibilities. So switch over and think about your possibilities. And once you've trained yourself to think over and think of, switch from your problems to your possibilities, then you will be able to stay in the realm of possibility thinking. I believe that every single moment is a reincarnation. I believe that every single moment we're living our karma and we're living a reincarnation. You see, the effects of what you're living today is a direct result of what you believed yesterday or in the past or what you did in the past. We're actually living the consequences of that now. So in my mind, karma is not something that happened a long time ago and you're living the karma now. You are always going to be living your karma. That's why it's important for you to not dwell upon the things that you cannot do. Do not dwell upon your problems. Dwell upon your possibilities because it is the energy that you use right now today that's creating your life in the next minute, that's creating your life in the next hour. Now, when I say I, I, want, you to, I want you to live past your boundaries. So any boundaries that you set for yourself yesterday, I want you to release those boundaries. I want you to expand them. I want you to do something different. So maybe the boundary yesterday was that you couldn't write every day or that you couldn't see yourself doing it. Today, I want you to see yourself doing it. Today, I want you to write. Today, I want you to live. What can you do right now, right where you are? Everyone would like to have millions of dollars so that they could go out 
and save the world. But what I say do, let's start saving where you can start saving. Look at your own families. Look at your, because all of this that you see is a result of families. So look in your own families. Are there children within your own family or teenagers in your own family that need nurturing that you can nurture? Are there neighbors that you can reach out to and nurture? Do you work with people who have children that need to be nurturing? And if you don't have anyone in your family that needs to be nurtured or on your block or in your church uh, to be nurtured, then look at an organization and volunteer. There are a lot of organizations that already are out trying to save, our, save the kids, as people want to say, save our children, trying to make a difference or change in the world, and they need hands and feet. See, we are God's hands and God's feet. So nothing gets done unless we get moving. So pick an organization and volunteer. Spend 10 hours a week. Everyone has 10 hours a week. That means you're going to have to stop watching so much television. You're going to have to stop texting. You're going to have to do less Facebook and all that other stuff and get in the street and get active. Organizations would love to have adults active in the kids. They know where the kids are, but they need the adults. We have to remember that everyone we see and everyone we meet is somebody's son, is somebody's cousin, is somebody's relative, is somebody's neighbor, is somebody's friend. And all too often, we look beyond the obvious to try to fix a problem when we can actually fix the problem by reaching in to those who are in our immediate surroundings because everybody's somebody's friend. Uh, and go, I want to take you back to the quote earlier, which is actually by John Wooten. It's like, uh, don't let what you cannot do stop you from doing what you can do. We can all read to a child. If you own a business, you can hire a child. You know, if you don't own a business, maybe you could babysit a child. Maybe you could look after a child. Sometimes, maybe you could speak positive words into that child's life. And sometimes, as you're driving through or walking through, and you see crowds of people doing things that you think they shouldn't be doing, maybe you should just send them some light, send them some love, send them some great wishes. And that's something else you can do. You can watch my show and you can ha begin to have discussions, engage the people you work with and the people in your family to have some of the same discussions with themselves that we were having tonight. Talk to them about what their goals are. Ask them the question, what would you do if you knew it would be successful? And once you do that and you start that conversation, then they begin to think about what's possible as opposed to what they cannot do. Now, the core relationship that you have, the relationship with yourself, is one of the most important relationships that you will ever have. Not only does it determine what you will accomplish and what you will not accomplish in this life, it actually will determine the quality of the relationships that you have with other people. See, you have got to be the number one player in your life. You've got to be the star. You've got to be the most important person in your life because that love that you feel and that confidence that you gather is actually what you're going to be sharing with other people in your life. And until you learn to love yourself, 
to have confidence in yourself and to trust yourself, you cannot love, have confidence in, or trust anyone else. Now, we've talked about our brag list. We've talked about scheduling an activity that we enjoy. We talked about doing something absolutely every day toward living our goals. What we also now need to talk about is everybody you know doesn't need to be told what you're up to because not everybody believes in your dream the way you believe in your dream. See, it's your dream. It was whispered into your heart. It was whispered into your ears and not necessarily shared with your family and with your friends. So treat this dream or treat this new relationship with yourself as you would a newborn infant. Don't let everybody hold it and rock it and sing to it or feed it. That's your job. You hold it, you rock it, you sing to it, you feed it until it at least gets its, its legs and it can stand and it can walk on its own legs. And then you're so busy doing it till you hardly ever have time to really talk about it because you're doing it, you're learning, you're growing into the person that you were meant to be. And then people will look at you and ask you what you're doing. And then at that point, you can share some of the things that we learned tonight. One other thing that is incredibly important, one of the things that worked for me is using the tone of my own voice. As I said earlier, your voice is the most important tool to you. It is your voice that you believe. I actually wrote down a list of things that I wanted to accomplish and a list of things that I believed about myself. And as Cat Williams said, some of those things were some of the most outrageous things I'd ever, I'd ever heard. I recorded them and I play that recording every day. I still play it. And you play it at times when you've got a couple of minutes. And I'm not talking about a long recording. It can be a minute, two minutes, three minutes. And you play it maybe when you're brushing your teeth or you're washing your face or you're putting your makeup on or you're dressing or when you're just sitting there being still, listening to your own dreams. Because it is that voice, your voice, that will remind you every day how wonderful you are. It will remind you of what you came here to do. Now, I want to take a few minutes now. I want to thank you all who encouraged me to talk about the core relationship when we were at our Me, Myself, and I conference in Detroit. I want to thank the 200 people who showed up. I was really surprised, and I'm grateful for having you there. I want to thank you all who've taken the time to read my books and uh, go through my website and and peruse my website and sign up for, for our free empowerment magazine. I also want to thank you all for staying tuned with me tonight and going through this most difficult topic. You see, we're real good at knowing what to do with relationships that don't have anything to do with us. We can tell other people what to do all the time, but when it comes to us, that is the most difficult relationship. I want you to remember that now, is the time to get started. I want you to also remember that it is always now. I want you to go forth, dream big, always think about your possibilities and not your problems. For you have what it takes to be successful. 
for you are already a success. This has been Stephanie Wilson Coleman, The Empowerment Doctor. I want you to dream big and live the life you've imagined. Until next time, life is too short to drink cheap champagne. Lyrics that I ever heard. There's a message in the songs of Tomorrow is another day. Living is the only way. Tomorrow's gonna ever come. Listen to the words of the song. sang a song to me he said the birds sang it to the breeze just in case i was feeling down and didn't really want to be around he said the breeze sometimes come with rain but nothing in life stays the same tomorrow's gonna bring a change the message remains the same Of the birds, trees, and the breeze. Just wait till tomorrow comes. Live your life and hold on. Take a step to another day. Cause a little